Welcome to another pointless podcast. Everything you never needed. Here are your hosts. Give them a hand. The co-creators of Landyland. Our favorite pair, Senora and Senora. It's Derek and Laura. On to the show. We'll talk about whatever we want. Let's go. Fancy meeting you here. It, it is working. It is recording, yes. Hello, Wobble. <laughs> what a wonderful intro. Is it on? Is it is it recording? Is it on? Oh, wait, wait. No. Stay spooky. No, that's at the end. Oh, Hi, hello. Damn it. How are we? Hello, everybody. How are you, Derek? I'm fine. Thank you very much for asking. How are you, Laura? Ah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those days. Same old, same old. Oh, same shit, different day. Please. Please, hmm? no profanity. My ears are delicate little buds. Delicate little, little ears. Flowers. <laughs> little tiny little potatoes. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, Hi. Hello. Welcome back Hi. to another Pointless Podcast. Uh-huh. I'm your host, Laura Katie, of course, joined by... I'm your host, Laura Katie. Join- <laughs> That's never going to get old. When it's I, getting up. It, it was old for me before it began. Much like you. You see, because you're older than me. Not by much. By 19 years, you're older than me. That's... You're almost two decades older than me. That's... Fancy that. That's... Do you you know how old I was when I read my first Godugary book? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, tell me. I was 13. I was 30 when I wrote it. 13 plus 19 isn't 30. Yeah, but... um... And it was out two years later. So you were... 32. I think I was 30 when I wrote it. I wrote it in... Does that math add up, Derek? Come on, I'm meant to be the one that's bad at math. I wrote it in 2005, I think. Yeah, and then it was out in 2007. Yeah, so I was 31. Grand. Jesus, grand. Ah, sure. Ah, sure. Yeah, yeah. It's grand. It's um, quite an age gap. (sighs) And I'm so young and spry. You are so young and spry. Actually. Yes. We were in the in like uh, the bookshop and uh, we were in the stationery section because we had to get birthday cards, we know, for your brother and also for our dog. Mm-hmm. And important. I was looking, we were looking at all the number cards because Spiven turns, uh, he turned 40. Old man Old Landy. man Landy. You're older than him. <laughs> and I was looking at them and I was like, oh, good God. Next year, mm-hmm. when I turn 30... All the cards I get are going to have 30 on them, and they're all going to be derogatory. They will not be they derogatory. They will. They will. I will ensure that one of them, at least, is charming. Will that be the one that's from the animals? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Dear mommy. Dear mommy. You're mm. still young to us. Well, technically, <laughs> you're so old and doggy Oh, gosh. You're like... Freaking... 30 times 7, as we all know, is clearly... 210. Did you did you know that? Did you just is that right? Oh my god! You just multiply three by seven, which is t- twenty one. What was the question? What was the math question? What is thirty by seven? Oh, okay. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did know that. Uh, it's the. Um, I used my brain, tables. Laura. <laughs> That's everyone automatically knows. My god. I didn't learn my thirty times tables. You twat. I'm joking. <laughs> 
<laughs> so am I. Yeah, you I can bounce for days. <laughs> you can bounce for days. Archbishop of Banterbury over here, mate. Oh, dear what Lord. are you on about? If you were a uh, president, you'd be... Um... Go on. Oh, I'm so excited to hear it. Go on. No. <laughs> See, I was conflating between conflating. Wayne's, uh, Wayne's World and which if you were um, the president, you'd be Abraham Lincoln. Oh, I would be Abraham Lincoln. But Look at me. it doesn't Sex work if, if it's a Bantraham uh, no. Lincoln. No. If someone, if someone listening could figure out a way to work Bants into any presidential name, that would be great. Donald if you could do that. Bance. No, we're not going to do that. Bansel Trump. No. We're not going to talk about... The the wee orange man. No. Barack Obansa. Oh, that's quite good. George Bance. No. George Bance Senior. But anyway, as we were looking at the cards, uh, I realized Ronald oh, Reagan Bance. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. Stop. JF. Can I carry on with my story? Kenny Bance. Yes. Try. Go on. I realized I'll be getting all cards that say 30. Yes. And the Are last we still time, talking about that? Yeah, because you keep interrupting, you knob. <laughs> Twat. Um, and the last time I got cards with yes. birthday cards with numbers on them was twenty-one. Is that not like I don't feel like birthday cards with numbers should be allowed because when you go like from twenty-one up to thirty, mm-hmm. that's horrific. It is. My stomach is going to growl. I don't. And a cat. it's gonna. Yeah, that was one of the cats screaming. They're fine. My stomach's going to growl and it's going to, everyone's going to hear it. It's going to be so embarrassing. I have eaten. I oh, had three wheat a bit. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 I had three wheat a bits. And then I need to make lunch before I leave. I'm flying today to the UK. Going home for a week. Hello, kitty. In fact, we are re- rehearsing. Jesus. We, we are We're recording. recording this like a week in advance because I won't be here to record it. So. When you listen to this, you I'll just be... ruined the illusion. You've ruined the illusion that basically. Oh, every podcast is live. Every time, if you listen to it multiple ever, times, yeah, each we time just, it's live. We just repeat ourselves. We just log back in and for you, yeah. people out there, <laughs> our twenty-three million um, listeners. Wow, <laughs> I think it's gone down from last time. I think last Was time it? it was like fifty-six. <laughs> yeah, well, they, oh, hello, hello. they didn't like. Topic last. They didn't like the the yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. the judgment. Yeah, that's fair enough. Hello, Kitty. So today, yes, Webbles. Okay, yeah. Today is um quite this... a departure because usually we are a spoiler free yeah. zone. But this is a spoiler zone today, baby. So um, giving you plenty of warning. Yeah. Right there. Um. Yeah. So we're going to be discussing until the end. We did not um. Uh, announce this online uh, because our usual way of operating would be okay send in your questions or comments about um, the new book and we will react to them on the podcast but we didn't do that because you know we want to give people the option to 
to it to listen if they want to hear spoilers. I don't know why you would. Yeah. But we don't want to force the spoilers on the people. And also, the fact is, if you guys send us a bunch of questions on Twitter, then they will be on Twitter. And so that's a spoiler. Yeah. And so, they're there um, for the whole world to see. So, yeah. So, we're just going to be discussing the new book. Yeah. Um, if you haven't read the book, the new book, we are going to be just be discussing every, every element yeah. of it. Every spoiler, every it will plot twist. be spoiled. It will be spoiled. If you listen from this moment on, it will be spoiled. And I know some of you are still going to listen and then complain that it was spoiled for you. Don't do it. Just don't, do don't it. listen. I guarantee you, it will not be entertaining. Wow. Just. Wow. So, just so you can turn this off without feeling uh, cheated, we promise not to make any jokes. Wow. Or say anything of interest. Okay, it's going to be really boring. You sounded like Gary Barlow. That's what I mean. <laughs> right, so do you want me to... Do you want me to tell you my yes, favorite bits, or do you want to ask me my opinions on certain bits? Oh yeah. Well, which way do you want to operate it? Let's let's do both. Okay. Well, first I will. Well, what a cop out. Do you want to do this or this? Oh, babe, I'll do both. Don't ask me to make a single decision. Don't ask me to do anything. No input from me whatsoever. Well, you see, I've kind of forgotten what I've written. So true. Well, I'm going to start with the three major things that were ruined for me oh yeah okay yeah speaking of spoilers yeah and sincerely this is your last no holds bars turn it off if you haven't read the new book yeah okay okay go ahead the first spoiler uh even this is goes against every instinct (laughs) i know there's been so many warnings yeah okay the first spoiler Uh, for me uh, was that Tanith dies. Right. Okay. Be, uh, because you were told um, at I, least uh, Tanith and Ghastly are together again. Are finally together again. And so that's all that you heard. Yeah. And I was like, well, Ghastly's dead. Yeah. That and, means that Tanith must be dead as well. And uh, the moment she read that, Laura turned to me and said, oh my God, does does Ghastly come back? And I was like, hmm? Because like, like, I, I was told it was it was spoiled that they're together again. I'm like, oh, oh no, ah, no. And then her face went, you don't kill Tanith, do you? Well, um, oh, no. So, yeah. 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 And then as we know, Tanith was killed. She was wiped from existence. Yes, yes. That moment, because I was reading it next to you on the sofa, and I just kind of, I kind of hysterically laughed and went, <laughs> So they're just gone, are they? Because in one sentence, you wiped out Tanith, uh, Dex, mm-hmm. Serpine, mm-hmm. Uh, Gracious, uh-huh. uh, Donegan, mm-hmm. a Crepuscular, Crepuscular, China, Never, Excelia. You just wiped out all of them. And, and Fletcher. Yeah. You wiped out in one sentence. Mm-hmm. And I just looked and I, I read it like three times and I was like, no, 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 no. Not today. <laughs> um, but it's not all bad because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it wasn't permanent. They're back. See? Boom. Better than ever. Boom. Boom. Yeah. So what was the second thing that was spoiled for you? Second thing that was spoiled for me uh, was that 
Sebastian, is it Dow? Sebastian Dow? Yeah. Um, he is Omen. Yeah. And I didn't know how that was the case. I didn't, I figured it was time travel. In fact, I think they might have said, did they not realize, did, does Derek not realize that um, it's so obvious that, yeah, Omen, that yeah. Sebastian is Omen from the future? And I was like, well, clearly it's not obvious because no fucker figured it out. <laughs> I didn't figure it out. That's the thing you say. That is the thing you say when something that you like the idea of has been confirmed. And then you're like, oh, knew it all along, didn't I? Yeah. Fucking genius over it. <laughs> Albert Einstein over it, figured it out. Um, and I just remember he, this person said this to me. And I like they they DM'd it to me, and I replied, and I was like, "Well, I'm only on chapter nine, so thanks." And he was like, "Oh, forget I just said that." <laughs> Did you manage to forget? No. Oh my god! And that was on that was like the second day of the tour. I yeah. think we were in Bath, right? And yeah. I was having a shitty time on the tour, yeah. not because of the tour, because the readers were lovely. Uh, Harper Collins were lovely. All the venues were great, but because Natalie was in hospital, and I remember just being in the hotel in Bath, and I was like, Derek, if this spoiler is the one thing to push me over the edge after everything that's happened, I'm gonna put my head in the toasty maker. Um, yeah, that was spoiled. Yeah, but I, it was still wonderful to read. Because the way it the decision was made was really nice. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that Omen just constant throughout the book, Omen just constantly steps up to be the hero, and he doesn't do it for the accolade or the praise. And you know, he doesn't even tell people that he's doing it. He just does it because it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I just love that he's gone from this really shy, like timid little thing into this guy that just runs. Her first into danger because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. I think he's my favorite character. Wow. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, that, that it was ruined for me that Sebastian is Omen from the future. Okay. Honestly, how fucking clever are you? You Probably are. Most clever. And I hate doing this because I hate puffing up your fucking ego more than necessary. But how clever are you, babe? Probably. I like. I just. I wouldn't. I, I mean, would never have seen it coming. Answer. Why are you being a knob? Very clever is the answer to that question. Eat shit. <laughs> but and, like, you got me to go back and read the first book of Phase Two, Resurrection. Yeah. yeah. And I read the chapter three, which is when you first meet Sebastian. It's only a page long, and now that you know. It's so great to kind of be part of the in joke now that you know to be part of the secret, and so it all makes so much sense. The after Omen puts on the uh, suit, the which is a time suit, which is a time machine, and he—that's fucking genius, by the way. <laughs> and uh, and that is why I introduced Destrier. Um, oh, is that how you pronounce in, his name? Yes, I've been calling Destrier yeah. in my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's how I pronounce it. Um, really wrong. I uh, that's why I introduced him in Pre- Pre- Resurrection because I needed a time travel to be a thing, and so I introduced time manipulation at the end of uh, Dead or Alive. No, no? Um, Phase One. 
Did you win? When I remember that. You know, e- you're a liar. Ekadavarus and Wallow. Oh, yeah, you're not a liar. And Wallow could freeze the moment yeah. where he kills people. And yeah. so that was the first indication that time could be manipulated. And then I, 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 I furthered it with Destrier in Resurrection. And throughout every time in all the books when we see him, subsequently he's always at tinkering with time and we, we don't know why and the the answer is he he wants to go back in time to save his the woman that was he loved. very sad and he never got a chance to um but that's how because i didn't want to obviously it would be a complete cheat if a time travel or time manipulation hadn't even been mentioned until the oh, last yeah. bit yeah, yeah. of a uh, book 16. So, so you knew you were going to do this from the end of phase one? Yes. Yeah. You're a fucking genius, mate. So you introduce elements um, and just to seed the possibility in the world, in the universe, and also to um, prepare each reader for this uh, twist mm. um, at the end. So, um, so uh, when the in until the end, after Omen puts on the suits and he jumps, he leaps through the window and he disappears. And then you go back to resurrection in chapter three, and He's just landed. And he lands on the rooftop of the neighbouring building. That he just jumped out of So um, in book 15. So. And you know what? I Usually I hate time travel. Mm-hmm. When something's got time travel in, I just immediately switch off. Because I'm like, it's so convenient. Even though it's obviously yes. not convenient for you to write. Because yes. writing time travel is very hard. Yes. As we learnt from that magazine that we picked up. Yes. Where the, what was the advice in writing magazine? Don't mess up. Yeah. <laughs> Writing magazine's advice was, don't fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. These are the pitfalls when you write about time travel. Getting it wrong, that's the pitfall. So don't get it wrong and you'll be fine. Yeah. Okay, good. Do get it right. Yes. Don't get it wrong. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no. Yeah, usually time time travel would usually completely turn me off, but it was so clever. Yes, it was. Like sometimes your books are so good, it actually frightens me a bit because I feel like you must be operating on a different level to the rest of us. I technically am, but also <laughs> my the, the humility. the 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 big thing about me is secrets. That's not what I thought you were going to say. Oh, Lord. <laughs> it's secrets. It's keeping a secret for. You can Nine keep a secret forever. For five years and also for 14 years. Um, no, I don't. Yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, it is the very epitome of delayed gratification. You know, you, oh, yeah. you have uh, a revelation, mm. an answer to a question. You pose the question. A lot of the time. Like with. The readers don't even know yeah. it's a question. Like when with you pose it. What dusk tasted in Valkyrie's blood, 
no one, everyone was yeah. questioning what he tasted, but no one was questioning the big question that would lead to that solution, yeah. you know, which was that we all thought for years that she was the descendants from the ancients, the good guys, but, you know, descendant from faceless yeah. monks, bad guys, and then which if, I love. If you go iconic. back and every time they're talking about an advantage that she has yeah. as being the chosen one without technically being a chosen one, um, all of the advantages that she has, the things she can do because she has the blood of the ancients, there's always a caveat which goes, of course, the faces ones could do this as well. Yeah. But, Didn't but, see it coming. Yeah. yeah. I don't think a lot of people did. I had one person, uh, and I'd actually read the book at this point, so when this person told me that theory, they were like, I think she's descended from the faceless ones. I was like, that's an interesting theory. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting theory. There, there, and inside, I was like, ah! <laughs> There are, and obviously the the same with um, with the twists in Until the End. There are people who will, who will have figured it out. Um, but a lot of the time, and while there are clues and foreshadowing and um, elements that will confirm the logic every step of the way throughout the the books, a lot of the time it isn't these things that um, suggest the idea to people. A lot of the time we are just so accustomed now to what is a twist and what makes a twist and what... Um, what goes into creating an interesting character um even as readers even people who aren't writers we are all essentially on the same page so if you see one type of character then because of all your experience consuming stories over your entire lifetime you are now primed to go oh i bet or wouldn't it be interesting if this happened, if this was a secret that, you know, this was like the secret side of 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 this person. Mm. So it it is rarely it is rarely a case of a reader picking up the clues the first time around. Um and it's a, it's usually a case of a reader going, wouldn't it be interesting if and then they go back and they will spot things that will confirm their suspicion. But um, it's it's very rarely that I've seen it happen um, as you're reading uh, the idea will raise its head. Mm. So um, yeah, yeah, and, and and but also the thing about twists is. I used to be so paranoid about anyone figuring out a twist. Mm. But doesn't that just mean you've done your job well? Exactly. That's yeah. what I've come to realize. Uh, if you guys out there, if you figure out um, a twist before I have revealed it, that means that... You've just been picking up the clues yes. and really paying attention. Yeah. Good for you. So Must be so nice being smart and observant. <laughs> Hardy ha. So I, yeah, so I was really paranoid at that um, uh, at the start of my, my career, but um, I don't, and, and even though it has happened again and again, most people aren't 
that um, they're not that. You can say it, observant. <laughs> <laughs> Obsessive. Okay. You know, they they will read the book and they will. Uh, like I, that's a nice book. I enjoyed that. Yeah, they'll absorb it. They they love it. But, they won't necessarily dissect it. Yeah, I mean, we were just talking about this with my brother um, yesterday. Uh, how he goes? No, I don't. I, I, I don't spot the twists because yeah. I, I. Apart from anything else, it's I don't want to. I don't want to um, leap ahead of mm. the story, and I no, try not. We to, do it when we watch movies, yes, don't we? All the time. We in movies figure out movies. We figure out TV shows and it's right before it happens. So annoying. I very rarely do it in books because I, I, I think mm. I shut off that side of my mind i go no you I just do come back down to, to us yeah, humans yes, yeah. on our level because yeah. i don't want to think i don't want to um anticipate mm. uh, but when you're watching a movie or a tv show you have no choice because it's it's a it's a it's a lot more of a surface um yeah. experience and so uh these thoughts will just rise to the surface a yeah. lot quicker and you won't have a chance to uh Stamp them down again. Yeah. But um. anyway, what is your third thing? Oh, uh, my third one. Oh, that Darkest becomes the universe. Mm. Um, yeah. And bless, it was a little kid asked you this question really uh, loudly. No. Oh, no. At, um, one of your signings. <sighs> and you were like... And then me and then maybe like at least five people back in the queue all went... What? Oh. Wait, what? No. And at first I was thinking, what does that mean? Which becomes the universe. What, what does that mean? And then when Obsidian started like yeeting everything. Oh, wow. Okay. I was like, oh, okay. I see where this is going to go. <laughs> so it was very. Right. Damn. You know what? Even though I knew where it was going, I still, and I knew that she was going to become the universe. There was still complete dread throughout. Every time he was started um, pointing things yeah, out the window. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the window of reality. The window of reality. Nice. Um, there was still. It's like I was going to say it was like watching the Titanic. You dread it, even though you know it's got a happy ending. Although it hasn't, has it? Because <laughs> the boat sunk <laughs> and everyone died. I just meant because Rose survives. Bad analogy. Um, okay, it's like the Hunger Games. You watch the Hunger Games, yes, and you know at the end that. Again, this is Hunger Games spoilers now, but you've had plenty of time. You know that Katniss and Peter survive because mm-hmm. you've already seen it or you've mm-hmm. already read the book. But then the whole thing is just filled with dread because you're like, oh, gee, what if they die? What if they die? But you mm-hmm. know they're going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. So even though I knew that Darkest was going to come in and save the day at the end, still so stressed out every time Obsidian showed up. I was like, can you stop? Yeah. Can you stop? What is your purpose, my darling? Like, what was his purpose? His purpose was the end. But, like, why? Bring about the end. But why? Because. Was there meant to be, like, a do-over? Was there just meant to be nothing? No. Absolutely nothing. Just end. End it all. Because he is Then what nothing. does he do? Once he's at, like, does he touch oh, his... Oh, he's, he... he's gone. You know, he, that was... Does he just was... boop his own nose? Boop, I'm gone. Everything's gone. Essentially. Party essentially, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, the, uh... Oh, I was going to say about... Obsidian. Oh man, it's going to something really smart. Mm, I doubt it. Um, 
So he's oh yes, sorry what? the the prophecy the 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 darkly uh, prophecy yeah um, this uh, was actually asked on on Twitter um, uh, was it always my choice and actually no this was asked in my DMs because I would not have answered this on Twitter uh, was it always a choice to end the prophecy the um, the auger thing. Did the, uh, earlier than planned because the prophecy was he gets to 17 and then he fights um, the king of the darklands or prince the, of the darklands the king of the darklands king. yes uh, and that you're not going to fight a prince yeah you know how easy it is to fight a baby <laughs> can't even walk <laughs> um, that's how he they decide the future of the universe or the world um, so uh the question was, knowing that my original nine book plan for phase two had been uh, truncated in, into six, Yeah. Um, the question was, uh, was this kind of, did this necessitate me moving the, the prophecy forward a year so that in Instead of 17, it's 16. Mm. And it happens at such a weird time in the six books because you would expect this is what has been building up to yeah. be the final big book, you know, of the the phase. Um, but the answer is no. It was always planned this way because the, the prophecy, Augur fighting the king of, the Darklands, it was never the point of Augur. I didn't see that coming either. Hmm. I thought I was going to be really kind of um, milked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wanted to get, I wanted to, it, it's really weird because it does go against every instinct I have as a writer to give the readers, to build something up to the readers and then give them something explosive. So I wanted to give them something anticlimactic. Uh. Like sudden, because it happened, you know, amidst the climax of a Valkyrie fighting um, a Nevalence, you know, all this stuff mm. going on 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 the streets of um, Seasons of War. Um, and so you have rights as, you know, as this big fight is going on in, in Roarhaven. In the school, you have Augur and his brother and their friends against the king of the Darklands. And it's like, oh, oh, this is really? You're going to have this happening at the same time? And oh, it, it's over, yeah. really? But when something like that happens, you know, you know, Derek, that something worse is going yes. to happen later. And you're yes. like, right, well, can't wait. Can't wait for this. Future <laughs> me is going to have such a great time. So... Uh, <laughs> The darkly thing, the auger thing, was all, was never about the prophecy. It was always about what happens after the prophecy. Um, what does he do? What does a like a traumatized teenager uh, do? Um, and what is he? What, you know, what does fate allow him to do without uh, dragging him back into something awful? Yeah. Um, so then the whole obsidian thing, and and obviously he. In order to defeat the king of the Darklands, he used the obsidian blade, yeah. and that infected him. Yeah. And so that led to him becoming obsidian. 
which mm. obviously led to the end of the universe. So um, for all of you who had an, like a little thought in your head going, this is a strangely unsatisfactory end to the whole darkly prophecy thing. Um, there was a reason for that. And again, it did go against my instincts as yeah. a writer because I don't like to give it more interesting this and way. It, yeah. Yeah. Prophecy the boring. Prophecies are kind of, I mean, they are so useful for a writer. Oh yeah. Because you don't need any other motivation. I mean, what's it called? The, the self-fulfilling prophecy. Uh, the, like the MacGuffin. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah exactly. It's a, yeah. a good old MacGuffin. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's like, why did Voldemort uh, go after Harry? Because he was told that Harry will be uh, like a problem. So he goes out and he he starts the problem. He because of what he does. Um, so it, it's uh, and that's you don't have generally, to face your consequences if you make your own consequences first. That's his logic. Yes. Yeah. 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 So um, it is a very, you'll see it in fantasy and, and horror and science fiction all the time because, and it is a kind of a cheat because um, you don't need a motivation to write a story about a prophecy because the prophecy is the motivation. Mm. And that, that I've never been happy with that, even though, Technically and romantically, the idea of a prophecy is so glorious. Oh yeah, um, it's like it's the also chosen very vague. One. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. Also, to speak about the Harry Potter prophecy, it's like it wasn't even necessarily about Harry. It's like a child born at the end of summer. Right. Well, that could be fucking anyone. Yeah. And there's that whole like, if it wasn't going to be Harry, it would have been Neville. Yeah. Yeah. So even that is a cheat. Cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. Back down. So, um, but yes, yeah. So that was uh, that was the whole idea around Augur. Um, mm. An omen, obviously, becoming as Sebastian. Um, the, the important thing there was to alienate him from his parents. My tummy is rumbling and I feel like it's picking up <laughs> no, on the thing. No, no. Yes, it is. Oh, no. um, the important thing was to was to take his brother away and then alienate him from his folks. Right. Um, but then have Sebastian in the background of all this witness his own parents. I know. And all the stuff that Omen never got a chance to actually hear, like his parents ed, ed defending him and and fighting yeah. for him. So if Must Omen be very had, validating for him. Yes, yeah. And so that gives Omen a reason to pre, to reclaim Omen Darkly. Yeah, I'm a, glad he did. As an, yeah, yeah, He's me such too. a hero. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, Let's talk about huge reveals, other huge reveals. Mm-hmm. So, um, Crepuscular is uh, China's... Grandson. Grandson. So China Sorrows mm-hmm. had a daughter, Solace. Yes. Solace and her lover, Kaysen, mm-hmm. had like 15,000 kids. Yes. One of which mm-hmm. was Cre- Crepuscular Vise. The middle child. The yes. middle child. My sweet darling. Yeah. You, I, you were a big fan. I was a of, big fan. Of Crepuscular. I uh, don't know what it is. It's like, oh, it's just... I think because he's funny... 
And he was so good to Omen for the most part until he fucked it all up. Hmm. Until he, you know, started working for his own agenda. Like, yeah. he was so good to Omen. And he was the only person that really spoke to him like an adult and treated him how he deserved to be treated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's weird because um, a lot of Phase 2 I planned out at the start. And you can see that in the writing. Yeah. Um, All right. Crepuscular really was, is not... On that list. Was he not? No. Um, Crepuscular. I love him. Started out because Cadaverous had not become the character I wanted him to become. I wanted. Cadaverous? Don't? Yeah. Okay. I wanted Cadaverous to be Skullduggery's new arch enemy. Okay. But because of the way I'd introduced him in um, The Dying of the Light. He automatically became uh, Valkyrie's arch enemy. Yeah, and then in Resurrection, when Skullduggery went dark, they actually had a kind of friendship. Yeah, they advanced, didn't they? Advanced so, for days. Um, he was not. He didn't do what I needed him to do, and I was coming to the end of his cycle, his usefulness. Yeah, and so I said, "Oh dear God!" So I'm going to have to get rid of. Of cadaverous and and I and I want a new um, arch nemesis, a new bad guy. Yeah. So I said, okay. So what did I try to do with cadaverous? I tried to make him intelligent. I tried to make him old. Um, I you know I tried to make him a, a not a physical match for Skullduggery, but an intellectual match. Okay. Um, I said, okay, so these aspects worked, these aspects didn't. So when I when I said, okay, I'm going to try again, get rid of... of um, And obviously when I say... Didn't Alice, Alice stomp him or smush him? Sorry? Alice. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> oh my or, God, she's a murderer. <laughs> poor cadavers. Um, but obviously... I had come to this realization before I had written that book. So this was already in the pipeline by the time he uh, he died. But Crepuscular, I said, okay. So instead of making him, uh, I am going to make him an intellectual equal to Skullduggery. But instead and of, you made it personal. of making him older, I made him younger. And then, so I had the character... And I had his look because I wanted him to be as distinctive as Skullduggery to to have the same to have as distinctive a style of of dressing. And his style is like checked uh, suits, uh, as perfectly uh, tailored as Skullduggery's, but. In a different style. Yeah, I was thinking about you that because he wears like the checked suits with the bow tie, the bow tie and like the bowler hat. It's not it a bowler, bowler but it's like a pork pie hat. So it's it's a oh, smaller yeah, yeah, yeah. version of yeah. uh, a fedora. Uh, and then his face, uh, similarly, is yeah. is not a regular face. Yeah. Um, I did pick up on that, but I thought that was just like like an aesthetically pleasing, yes, like yeah. 
like symmetrical. Yes, thing. and and that is that is exactly what it is. But the reason behind it is I want yeah. it. you know. Um, so I came up with him. I came up with his look, and I came up with his personality. And then I was looking at my timeline, and I knew, and I was looking at Skullduggery's relationship with China, and 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 what that could have been. Well, that was another big old bombshell. Yeah, the fact that. Uh, Solace is the daughter of both uh, uh, China and Skullduggery. So not only did we find out that Crepuscula is China's grandson, he's also Skullduggery's grandson because way back when, back in the good old days, China and Skullduggery did the nasty. Bumping uglies. The two bear member. Just once? More than once. Were they like a thing? They were a thing. Were they like a friends with benefits thing or was it like a, a, a true love thing? It was a... Was it convenience? No, it was... It may have been drama. It may have because her family was always uh, faces ones, uh, worshippers. Mm. And so it may have been a kind of a... Hate to love you. Kind of thing? Uh, more of a star-crossed lovers kind of thing. Oh, you know? fun. So they, and she loved him, right? Yeah, she did. But he didn't love her? Uh, he loved others more. Yeah. He loved the woman who would become his wife more. Yeah. Um, but when they broke up, he thought, you know, there's... Okay, they went on to become um, enemies. But at the time... Um, <gasps> Wait a minute. Well, because she was the bad guy. It's literally only just occurred to me. Yeah. So China led Serpine mm-hmm. to Skullduggery's wife and child. Yes. And she's his ex. Yes. <laughs> Why has that only just hit me? How did? How was he not more mad when he found out? Because when he found out that she did this, I was like, Shh, mate, she, sh- she's sleeping with the fishes now. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye bye, China. And I wasn't too sad because I don't really like her. Mm-hmm. Although she really stepped up this book, so good for her. Um, but he didn't. He was like, "No, I'm cool. It's fine. Life happens." Like, hey, this kind of thing it just is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you ruined my whole life, but yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Um, the but now knowing that, yeah. that it is imagine the... your ex kills your wife and child, and you're just like. Life and then, happens. And then tears pass and you know what? You're friends again. You know? um, Does she still have a thing for him? Does she still hold a flame? Who knows? The thing... Well, you know, clearly. The thing about... Um, thing about... This is I'm a big fan of letting the characters live off the page. So um, it's like... In one book, we see Valkyrie and Melitza start to flirt. Mm-hmm. Five months pass in between books or whatever it is, and they are going out. Mm. And I'm a big believer in stuff happening off the page. How so, convenient for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you close the book, but the characters continue existing. So they're, they are having their own dramas. They mm. Uh, friendships and relationships. Who's are, hooking up with who? Off exactly. The page. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Um, and that that just goes across everything. So there are there are elements that um, you know 
so characters have died off the page um, in between books. Um, I'm thinking here of Cassandra and Finbar. Oh, um, okay. God rest ourselves. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm a big believer in that. I do not. I do not. Um, you know, there are plenty of readers who go. You know, can why did you not show this? Why did you not show this? Why did you not um, uh, see this relationship starting? Um, and yeah, I I have no intention of. But also, you're not telling a love story. Old. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the story I am telling. I prefer, I really like you picking up book five after book four and it has so many elements that um, have happened in between. Like we didn't see Valkyrie and Kaylin start. Start, no. Thing. No. The last we saw they had, they had a bit of flirtation and then all of a sudden. They were a thing and she was cheating on Fletcher. Um, I don't know how. Oh, hello, Lulu, darling. Hello, Hello. What are you doing in the professional podcast studio? Hmm? I'm going to fall asleep on the big case here. Oh, good um, job. Well done. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty fucking huge. Yes. Uh, <laughs> does Skullduggery, does he, are his feelings towards Crepuscular different now that he knows that he's family? Yes. And what about Solace as well? Yes, they would be. Um, Crepuscular, as we saw in the final few pages of Until the End, he's got a kind of a grudging admiration, or no, a, a grudging sense of pride. Yeah, when Crepuscular escapes again. Yes. He's like, oh, what a scallywag, that's yeah, my boy. Yep, yep. What a little toe rag. Yep, <laughs> you know. Rap you, scallion. You love to hate him. <laughs> Um, Honestly, like Crepuscular, I knew he was going to disappoint me. I knew. Mm-hmm. I saw the red pa- red flags. I painted them green. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were a big fan of, yeah. of, of Crepuscular. Same with Cadaver. Red flags. Nope. Paint them green. Cadaver and Skullduggery. Oh, that when was one I, of my favorite bits. You, when I yeah, partnered I'm find it. them up, it was so much fun i i got to that stage of the writing and i realized okay i'm going to uh need something more from this element and oh my god can i actually partner up these two guys and i could so we got to see that partnership which is um which had turned out to be so much fun uh their first encounter in this book is when they're just staring at each other in silence, uh, going through. Whereabouts was it? Do you conversations know? in their heads? Yeah. Do you know where that was? I, I think it was way beyond that. Oh, after. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um. Let me see. Okay. Yeah. So we've got it here. So Skodagri and Cadaver, because they're the same, because Cadaver is just Skodagri 70 years from now, they're having like a whole kind of, like a battle of wits in their head. Uh, there was a bit that just really made me laugh. Um, Tempest side, 
Now what are you doing? Running through the possible conversations, said Skodugri. In your heads. Each of you are running through the possible conversations in your heads. When we reach the conclusion of one, we go back and start again, said Kadaver. But you don't know what the other person is thinking. Of course we do, said Skodugri. We're using logic and anticipating the other's counter-argument. Right, Temper said slowly. So who's winning? I am, said Kadaver. He is, said Skodugri. A moment passed. Now we're even. They were quiet again. Impressive, said Kadaver. I thought so, said Skodugri. <laughs> stop, Temper said. For God's sake, stop. Do either of you have any idea how annoying it is to stand here and know you're the dumbest person in the room? No, Skodugri and Kadaver said at the same time. <laughs> oh my God. I can imagine you sat at your bloody computer. <laughs> And just having a whale of a time. <laughs> it was a lot of Weren't fun. Weren't you? It was a lot of fun. Also, I'm very sorry that I cannot read aloud. And I'm also not an act- an actress anymore. You're very good. And I, ca- I cannot do the voices or the accents. You're very, very good. Um, um, yeah, that yeah. made me absolutely howl. It was, it was a lot of fun. And then when they're with Tanith and they're in the streets and they're fighting to monsters and oh, and they, they both yeah, they can't agree on a plan, so they both come up with their own plans and it's the same plan. <laughs> and Tanith is she's just like a teacher with yeah. two with two yeah. bickering kids. She's like, right, why don't we? Why don't you both do your plans, okay? <laughs> Both of you do your plans. And they're like, yeah, okay, that's great. <laughs> it's just so, it's, it's always it's always fun. And I get to do it again and again in Skullduggery Pleasant. It's always fun to have the heroes, to have your, your, your two-fisted heroes who are hyper-intelligent, hyper-competent, hyper-capable, reduced to uh, children. Yeah. And you see it all the time in real life when adult children return home to their parents oh, yeah. and their house and how easily you can slip back. Oh, me and my brother regress. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, amazingly, me and my family don't. No, we, well, you're we normal and stable. Constant level of the, of immaturity. Um, yeah, you never grow out of it, so you're yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was just such a blast to give Skullduggery <laughs> that... that um, connection with mm. with somebody um you know it's like oh i, I want to do like a novella with just skullduggery and cadaver oh know? god it'd be so funny that, that would just be hilarious it would be so funny um, um so that bit really made me laugh yeah. my other favorite bit um is with omen can you find it yeah it's got it he's gonna read this one okay i'm gonna try to read this <clears throat> This is when Omen um, is on the run in the streets of Roarhaven and he is um, approached by a, essentially a cop. Uh, what's your name? Omen's mind went blank. <laughs> uh, did you hear me? What's your name? A, a derp, <laughs> said Omen. A derp? A filament derp, yes. What kind of name is Derp? It's French. <laughs> it doesn't sound French. Do you speak French? Omen asked him. A little. And do you, though? Not really. Then Derp is French for irony. <laughs> huh, said the cop. 
I didn't know that. Not many people do, apart from like 70 million French people. <laughs> Where are you headed now? I'm on my way home. Where do you live? Uh, that way, Omen said, pointing. I suppose you'd better get back then, said the cop, assuming you are who you say you are. There's no reason why you wouldn't be, is there? None that I can think of. The cop nodded, smiled, and then lunged, grabbing fistfuls of Omen's jacket and slamming him back against the wall. Petit imbecile, he roared. Pensez-tu que je ne pas mes propres langues? Please! Omen gasped. I can't understand a word you're saying. <laughs> I'm French, you buffoon. You can't be. Um, Omen gurgled. You didn't know what derp means. <laughs> Apologies for butchering the French uh, language there. Oh my God. Uh, and again, that was... Oh, sorry. What are you trying to I just want to put my book here because uh, I'm going to need it in a okay. second. Um, that, Swine. That is just another one of those moments in writing where you allow your characters to be silly and you allow your situation to slightly slide into pure comedy. Yeah, into uh, almost the ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it happens, you know, I'm I'm allowed to do it in Skullduggery because of the world that I have been able to create over the past uh, 15 books. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be able to get away with that if there was only one Skullduggery Pleasant book. Mm. Um, it's an it's an evolution of of silliness of silliness yeah. uh, that um, yeah like a lot of like the conversations and the like silly bits that like in the riffs that these characters end up doing with each other, especially Skullduggery and Valkyrie, mm -hmm. you do get people saying like, "Well, that's not really how people talk. That is how we talk." Yes, out in public. Yes, around other people that yeah. aren't part of the joke. It's. Um, and I, we were also talking about this for some other reason uh, a few weeks or months ago. Um, uh, humor in relationships, uh, either um, oh, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, romantic relationships or 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 just friendships. Uh, it the ones that that survive and the ones the the relationships that have humor uh, and have this kind of interaction this kind of of banter um it is exemplified when you have two people who who don't mind being the unfunny one um if you have the boyfriend who is determined to tell all the jokes all the time, then you're going to have a relationship in which he refuses to be the butt of the joke. He refuses to be mm. the punchline. He yeah. has to always, he has to be the aggressor in yeah. the, in this battle of, of wit. Mm. Um, but if you have two people who are, who are, as witty as each other. That you flatter me. Oh no, you're not talking about me. No, I'm talking oh, about okay. Anyone else? Oh, okay. Um, uh, the it the essential thing is not 
Wow, you can really hear those seagulls. You can really hear those seagulls. We are not by the sea. Well, we are by the sea, but we're not by the sea. Um, It is an hour's walk to the beach. Is it an hour? It's an hour to walk from here to the beach. It's about three minutes in the car. I know. Um, Actually, it's not. It's about like seven minutes in the car. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But yeah. Um, Yeah. If you have... um, Yeah. So you need two people to uh to with egos who don't who that uh, do not uh, demand they be known as the the funny one yeah and if you gotta not mind being the straight guy yeah if you can manage this then your interactions will as long as you have the wit to back it up will be will be funny yeah. will be this kind this level of of um you know it all the time hit the peaks of humor probably not but my god do we laugh oh my lord <laughs> um and you know the the also the thing about friendships and the thing about especially Skullduggery and Valkyrie and also you know the thing with relationships is that um the longer they go on the more you have to fall back on because you you both have your uh, characters you both have your voices you both have your your routines Mm. and so it's a, a a cumulative effect of humor you know the more you do something the funnier it becomes it's it's the basis of of will ferrell you know, it's he just repeats yeah. uh, motifs, um, and it like Will Ferrell is the biggest like long running in joke ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it, it's uh, yeah. So you know, there are plenty of people out there like Skullduggery and Valkyrie who I think the people that complain and say that's not how people talk. It's like okay, so you're just not funny. You're just boring. <laughs> okay. Got your number. Um, the interesting, interesting thing about Skullduggery is, um, and I, I, I've been saying this since I started. Um, you know, he he was always my excuse to do the 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 film noir, um, mm. snappy patter, the screwball comedy, snappy patter, um, and also there he, he is. All of us on our very best days, you know, it's oh, like yeah. those moments where someone says something and you have the perfect comeback right then and there, and yeah. you say it and it is genius. It is a slice, a sliver of genius that you will never attain again, but you are capable of it under the right circumstances. That is him all the time. He is all the time like this. Well, he's a genius. Yes, exactly. So he's like this and um and Valkyrie has is uh fearlessly goes, Yeah, I can be that um that good as well. So boom. So yeah, you know, it's um but he is us on our best days. And so his that patter is the patter that we sometimes can glimpse uh constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Um I have no idea what we were talking about originally. Me either. Oh, yeah, Omen being really funny. 
Yeah. Well, that made me roar with laughter. That oh, scene. yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so and, funny. and and Omen, um, you know, in the previous book, he 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 met this twenty-one-year-old uh, girl, yeah, and he is whatever sixteen, sixteen, seventeen, yeah, um, and uh, you know this this American girl, and um, and she's really hot, and she's really fun and cool, but obviously she was is that bit much older, and then because he's also spent the last three years as Sebastian. He's now three years older than he was. So they are now the same age. Boom. And they're now together. They're now oh, together. So and uh, actually that's, um, that. I really like that. He got the girl. Yeah. He deserved that. I met a girl when I was about. <gasps> How four, dare you? Uh, about maybe 15. How dare you? I wasn't yeah, even alive. Jeez. Um, <laughs> and uh, she was a few years older. She actually was. Oh my god! Did you just think she a was college like so girl. cool? She <gasps> she was a college girl. Uh, she had missed her bus, and she had to be be driven up to the next stop where I was, and it was just me. And so you know, they pulled in. She leaped out. You know, they why didn't they just drive managed, her home? Fucking road. They had managed to get around the bus, and so they went ahead of it and to the next stop. Um, so uh, she oh thank God, thank God. So we were chatting there right outside my house um, where I was waiting to go to school in the morning. And um, uh, we just started uh, talking and she was wonderful. She was so pretty and so cool and so funny. And I was... You know what? She's like in her 50s now. So And and I was on fire and... And it, it it just it 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 really really worked. And obviously, I was way too young for her. Um, but for the few weeks, and then she, uh, I haven't a clue what happened. She but, died. But for a few weeks, um, uh, we always sat beside each other, um, on on the bus, and it was wonderful. And so you had basically, a crush. I really did. You had a crush. And so I gave omen that because omen is me as a kid so i gave omen all of these special moments you know so when he asked out um excelia excelia that was me asking out gwen practically word for word a girl in my class Uh, and and then i think it was also a cross between gwen and Catherine, who again i asked out who are all these women well, they all said no to me, Lois. So, um, Absolute morons. Oh, that's what I said at the time. Um, <laughs> but um, so, you know, so Omen, Omen, I, I gave Omen all of my formative experiences mm. and I made him deal with them in the best possible way. So he was rejected by this girl. He was rejected by this girl. He accepted it and moved on. Mm. Um uh, whereas for me, I was kind of Bless awkward, you, Dougie. Bless you. Awkward um, because the An girls awkward teenager. were awkward. No, not all the girls. Gwen was awkward, but Catherine was cool. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to him to react the proper, like really how yeah. all boys yeah. should react. Accept the no. Don't mm. try to pursue it. Um in school, um, a guy, I'm sure I was about 15 or 16, asked me 
on a date and I said no. And he called me a selfish bitch and then he grabbed my bag off my shoulder and threw it on the ground. Wow. And I was like, oh, well, now that you've done that, let's go. Sign me up. Wow. That's, I know. Uh, that's then he asked Natalie out and she said, that, like the next day, she said no. And he did the same. Yeah. I know. He threw your bag on. Yeah, the it was ground. weird. Was, he actually went really and found you. He and, went and found you. We were thick as thieves, so all she was just no. like turn slightly to the left and be like, "You again? Give me your bag. I'm gonna hurl it to the floor. I'm gonna throw it once more." So uh, yeah, yeah. So Omen, Omen. Um, yeah. So I I gave Omen a few more years, and I let him have the really hot college girl. Yeah, good for him. Um, yeah, yeah. He's a grown up now. They grow up so fast. They really do. They really do, especially when. The, and time travel is involved. Yes, yes, very much so. Um, what other elements are... Okay, the... Well, we're going to have to wrap it up in yeah, a bit. Yeah, But the, I do want to quickly say the other bit that I was dying at was mm-hmm. when Skullduggery gets um, a human body, oh. gets put into a, like, a random human body yes. for a few hours. Yes. And... <laughs> so you know he's not been in a human body for what like 300 years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you know it was really fun watching him like experience like oh I think I'm hungry oh my god I have a sense of smell and like oh my gosh I'm, I think I'm hyperventilating like it was very very fun but I feel like I and I think some other people were also thinking like you know what's some other things that are going to happen that you haven't done in a while <laughs> what is it with you and your one track mind it's just who I am as a person <laughs> you can't change me you can't change a person you know and if you love me you wouldn't want to change me um but then uh he he sees tanith for mm-hmm. the first time mm-hmm. in a human body mm-hmm. and he's chatting away to her chatting away to her blah, blah 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 and you are a very attractive woman i have no idea why i just said that i am so sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> a few minutes later he's talking to Serpine giving out to Serpine oh very Irish of you oh fuck off blah, 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 blah. and you are a very attractive man I have no <laughs> idea why I just said that <laughs> oh, I love that I can still laugh at all I know my jokes. <laughs> I think it was healthy oh. um yeah. 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 I love it when he says to China, uh, not to China, to Tanith, he goes, Oh my goodness, I'm having all kinds of thoughts. <laughs> and she's like, Are you now? <laughs> yeah. And then when she's walking away, she does a she, little, she does a little like, wiggle. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the wiggle that I do when I'm walking in front of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, he sees China, the most beautiful woman on the planet, supposedly. Um, and. I think he. I think his brain exploded. <coughs> it's all he could say was "Oh my!" and then he couldn't look at her, could he, for the rest of the yeah, conversation? Yeah, Actually, yeah. just stare at the wall. Yeah. Um, oh my god! It's just occurred to me they they hooked, they were together. Mm-hmm. So and then he saw her for the first time. He must have been like, "Holy shit!" I remember. Well, that was I like. remember how this was. <laughs> um. I don't know how he can, like, how, I'd be like, off we go, come on, off we pop, <laughs> I'm going to need 30 seconds max. <laughs> it's, it's, um, 
whenever people mention that, and whenever you've mentioned that, um, uh, it's really weird because there's one part of me that goes, well, obviously it's a physical thing, but that didn't occur to me. It only occurred to me afterwards. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, once well, I was like speaking a chemical to brain people, thing. Yeah, I always put this sudden attraction and the distraction of attraction. I always put it down to the the chemical because now he had a physical brain, and the chemicals, the synapses, um, were firing in his physical brain, and mm. suddenly he went, "Oh my god, I remember what it's like to." be physically attracted. So bizarrely, that wasn't written from the point of view of I have a physical body. Yeah. It's I have a physical brain. Yeah. Um, Did he get butterflies in his tummy? Oh, yes. I'd say he was all over the place. Um, Oh, bless his little heart. uh, So, yeah, yeah. It was was actually never about... (laughs) the physical response yeah. any physical response even though and chemicals it, in the brain would be yeah. a physical response but it's actually a chemical response and that's, that's how it I mean. read the way you wanted it to that's oh, how did it, it read good, but good. of course i yes, am me yes, and yes. other people you know yeah. you take it and you run with it cuz it's just funny it 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 is a lot funnier if if you think that he's being ruled by his uh, biological impulses apart from his uh, as as apart from his chemical mm. impulses. Um, if I was Valkyrie and Scott Duggery was running around lo- looking at literally every single person in the room going, wow, you are fit. And then he looks at me and he doesn't say a fucking thing. I'd be like, excuse me, I'm also hot. If you don't mind. I don't care if, if it's platonic, please just appreciate. Tell me that I'm platonically hot. Oh my God. Yeah. Girls do it to each other all the time. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, so very funny but i felt i had to include the serpine in that as well because well, um, he's pan as hell oh yeah uh because one of the big questions is before you know was skullduggery pan or was yeah. he just straight because you know he had his his wife and um so i th- you know and he he married her when he was you know maybe a, i can't remember Oh, the spring chicken of a hundred. So, um, I mean, he he didn't have the flesh and blood body. He might not have had it long enough to actually experience experience it like that. Yeah. Um, But I wanted him to have the same reaction to the strikingly handsome Serpine as he did to the strikingly um, handsome uh, Tanith. Yeah. Um, so, Strikingly handsome Tanith. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah. 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 I thought it was... Um, it was and, and again, yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just an opportunity to let the book be silly and let the character indulge in silliness. I um, think that's, people, that's one of the things people love the most is just the silliness because mm. the books are so funny. And like... I suppose it is also essential because the books are always are the the plots are always end of the world people going to die people going to die this is absolutely horrible you know murder 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 jokes <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so you yeah. need with with the extreme amount of of darkness you need 
equivalent amounts of um, yeah. silliness, I think. And before we go, because we are going to go, we do just have to talk about the last four words of the Oh, book. yes. Yes. Now, this I didn't see coming, even when it was ruined for me about Tanith and Ghastly being together again. Yeah. I was because I was thinking, oh, that must mean that Tanith is dead, and then she come back, and then my brain didn't put two and two together, and and I kept hearing that the last four words of the book were iconic, were like life changing, you know, and I was just, I don't I don't I had no idea what it was going to be, but of course the last four words of the book were hi ghastly, she said, yeah. Ghastly's back, baby! And I did not, until I wrote that, I didn't, I wasn't sure if I was going to include it. Um, I, originally, a Dexter was going to be the Grand Mage. Um, My sweet baby Dex. Oh. And Ooh. so, and you know, it wouldn't have ended like that. You would have met a Dexter, he, 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 he would have, you know, said some things or it would have been established. And then I would have found an another uh, way to end the book but um as but i was i just wanted to see what it would like what it would uh, look like on the page so i wrote it this way and i had um high ghastly and i looked at it and said, okay um wasn't planning on it but that's fucking iconic so i'll, I'll send it off to my editor is this the bit that made nick cry Oh, God, I don't know. Wow, I love that you pay so much attention to your team. Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. But, um... Doggy, what are you doing? Doggy. It sounds like she's right on, on top of us, but she's over in the corner of the room. Puppy dog! Sansa, stop scratching your bed. Like, what a way to end it. Incredible. Yeah. Um, so, yes. Um, wasn't planned. Uh to bring him back at all but and obviously that is the one big question why but amazingly why that wasn't this? ruined for me you're right okay yeah. okay yes yeah all you got was at least uh, Tanith and Gash are back together again yeah and which I, was ambiguous yeah it's like oh they're both dead excellent yeah um so yeah was not planned um and obviously, it was it, that has been the big question. Mm. You know, why did you do this to Gasly in 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 Last Stand? And you're always just like, why not, babe? Yeah, um, and I've always been resistant to bringing back a, a dead characters unless I planned it from the start. Did you plan this from the start? No, I did not. <gasps> oh, did bitch! Not. Um, but obviously, me being me. The greatest author who ever lived. After I sent this off to Nick, to my editor and and my agent, and uh, they got back with their reactions and oh yeah, and I really liked the last bit. Okay, so and by that stage, it had cemented itself in in my head. But mm. I until then, until that point, I was going okay. If I do keep him in, what does this mean and obviously because now Tanith is the head of the Cleavers mm -hmm. which is awesome yes. um, what does this mean for if they don't go on that steak date <laughs> I will throw myself into the sun um, so uh, I, I 
I thought about it and I basically said to myself, um, if I cannot think of a valid reason why I should keep him, then I won't keep him. If I cannot think of an interesting way to do this or an interesting uh, consequences of what I've just done, no, he's he's going. Back to the grave. Yeah. So I thought of something wonderful. Oh. Um, uh, which actually brings us to the last, the technically the last few words, because they are, are not the last few words. No, of course. The last few words are, Skodagri Pleasant will return. Phase three, baby! Um, in... Yes, I, I, in... In the future. In a form, yes. Yes. Yeah, so um, I'm not going to... What they don't know is that it's going to return as a musical on Broadway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah, so there will be, if I couldn't think of more repercussions of, 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 of more... Uh, consequences that would feed into whatever I do next. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't have survived. And also, what this raises, of course, is is Ghastly the only one that Darkess has brought back. Um, it, I, if she has not brought back my baby Billy Ray and Saracen, I, <laughs> I, I will go on strike. I, I will. Uh, all, I won't be held responsible for my. For my actions. All I will Although say... Although I will, because everyone should be held responsible yes, for yes, their actions. Yes. All I will say is that um, the this was practically Darkess's final act as her consciousness dispersed, as her, as her last um, uh, thoughts um, were able to form. She's like, oh, I know. And a nice present. I bring back the Bentley bring back ghastly and I'll bring back and then um, so but again again just because it's me I and I have a hatred of giving the readers what they think they want you have to give them what they need not what they want give them what they need so in this case of oh Derek is suddenly giving us what we want You've got to ask yourself, what is my ulterior motive? Yeah. Um, and it is. Ooh. It is. It's going to be spicy. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So, yeah. Um, and on that note, yeah. I think that's a great place to leave it. Yes. That, really enjoyed this. That, uh, it is nice to, to, to speak about it. Because um, I'm, I'm not able to speak about it in events because there's always a load of people in there who haven't read that far in the book or who haven't even reached that book yet. So uh, it is really nice to 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 just talk about it in terms of spoilers. Um, so obviously, from this point on, um, no spoilers, no yeah. spoilers in this, reaction to yeah. the the podcast. This is back to being a spoiler-free zone yes, now. Yeah, you had your time. Now yes. it's over. You've had a whole hour. Boom. Yeah, and now we're leaving because I need to have food before I go to the airport. Food. So thank you all for uh, listening, and yeah, um, this hope was really fun. you enjoyed this. I had fun and uh, love it. I assume 
You had I had a great time. 20 times the amount of fun. I did, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. And until next time, do, of course, remember to stay sexy. <laughs> stay spooky. <laughs> I really like that. I mean, I think, again, work on the delivery. But still. Yes. Yeah. Stay right then. Maybe do it in an accent. Maybe no, a foreign. No, accent. I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna stop recording now. I'm gonna click stop. Okay. Okay. Goodbye. Be Goodbye. Or Mexican. Bye. Bye.